2: And good morning. Good morning. Good Thursday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter. At Dominic TV, at Dominic TV, Instagram and Facebook, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. And my new podcast is uh, up and running on first responders. Simply go to WABCradio.com, click on the podcast, and then Dominic Carter City Hall. I hope you get the uh, chance to check it out, folks. A number of topics uh, to deal with this morning. Uh, one, uh, there are reports, and you know, it, 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 I, I alluded to this uh, last night. It, it's tough covering the story out of Nashville because of all the turns and and the lifestyle and so on. And so, there are reports that the shooter, Audrey Hale, was heartbroken over the death of a school friend she really looked up to. And it appears that it was a romantic relationship. Um, It appears that way. At least the New York Times seems to be reporting it that way. And um, Hale had been deeply affected by the death of the friend Sidney Sims, who was killed in a car accident in August of uh, 2022. The First Lady, Jill Biden, attended a candlelight vigil Wednesday evening in Nashville honoring the six victims of the shooting. And I really do want to hear from you folks as to perhaps thinking outside the box, how do we fix this problem in our country in terms of everything that's going on? How, how do we get from demonizing each other, demonizing the other side, to simply fix some of our problems that we are looking at? And why do I talk about crime so often? Well, here is a clear example. Yet another indication things are out of control in New York. I'm sure you've heard the story by now. The PBS NewsHour reporter Jane Ferguson riding the subway, minding her business, punched in the face by a stranger on a packed subway car during the uh, evening uh, rush hour. has happened uh, Monday in, in Manhattan. And, of course, we're also going to deal with the Trump grand jury. I've been telling you folks from day one that this case was weak. And uh, now it seems like everybody's on board indicating the case is weak. So, yes, they're going to take a break for most of the month. Uh, And, yes, it's how convenient it lines up with the upcoming holidays. So the district attorney can save face, Alvin Bragg. But this case is falling apart. The case against Trump is falling apart completely. Bragg has got problems. And frankly, I don't see how his political career will survive from this case. Former President Trump claiming that the hush money grand jury is resisting. And I would have to agree with this. Resisting being a rubber stamp for the Manhattan District Attorney. And coming up uh, at 45 minutes past the hour, of course, the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, I'm looking forward to a conversation. He'll be phoning in uh, Pat Russo, a retired NYPD officer who runs the uh, Cops and Kids Boxing Program. And their largest fundraiser is coming up Friday night. And it's the battle of the badges, the FDNY against the NYPD. All proceeds are going to go to Tunnel Towers and also to the New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program. It's all sold out, but they're now hoping to raise money from the public based on the live streams. The live streams, and so we will um, we will talk to um, to. To, 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 uh, we will talk to him at 45 minutes, uh, past the hour, and that is, uh, Pat Russo. So I'm looking forward to that chat. And I want to start a little different this morning. I want to begin with your telephone calls. Now's a good time to reach me, 800 848 WABC, 800 848 9222. And it, it does, it does appear. That in Nashville, the shooter Audrey Hale had some type of um, shooting training. That was the first observation that that I made. The way she was holding the the weapon and 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 turning and but this whole thing is just it's just. I but I guess this is the new normal in terms of the world that we live in. Let's begin with Diana in Manhattan. Good morning, Diana. What's on your mind? Good morning. Well, first of all, I love your show. Thank you, Diana. Very kind of you to say. And
3: look, as you said last night, we have to ban assault weapons. These are weapons of war. You cannot sell these in a gun shop. As you pointed out last night, this is not the kind of gun one uses to shoot Bambi's mother. This is ridiculous. You know that we have these guns available. And as to that poor soul in Tennessee... I don't know what to say. It's impossible to fathom what was going on in that person's mind. There are insane people everywhere, and they come in all shapes and sizes, trans, non-trans, cisgender. It wasn't about trans. It was about some sad mental illness
2: that she had. Well, I'm only speculating here, Diana, but... But what if it turns out that the young lady that died in the car accident, that they were indeed lovers, and and that's what pushed her over the edge? I don't know. But what what if that turns out to be the case? Well, how sad. Right. You know, I mean, really, many people lose loved
3: ones, and they don't become mass killers.
2: Yes, yes. you, You are correct, Diana. Thank you for the call. You have a uh, a wonderful uh, wonderful morning. Thank you. Let's go to Larry and Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind?
4: All right, Dominic. If your if your quest is earnest that you want to solve the problem without demonizing each other, then I will tell you that we have to stop virtue signaling and pretending the problem in front of us doesn't exist. Now, I saw I saw a video of this. Uh, what, I forgot, Audrey Hale speaking at her graduation from art school and uh, she was the most uh, charming, sweet uh, I would say even venture to say innocent kind of person you could ever see the last person in the world you would expect this to happen so I'm not buying any uh, any kind of my gold her goldfish died, a boyfriend died, this one died, that one died this has to do with hormonal imbalances that are created by these hormone shots, it's making people that have sweet natures aggressive.
2: Okay, wait, wait, with, wait, 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 Larry. How do you how do you know that that she received hormone shots?
4: Well, she is a trans. She's a transgender individual. Pre-op is she not? Was she not?
2: Right, but but Larry, we we can't make assumptions unless we know for sure.
4: All right, all right listen, 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 Dominic. The, the transgender means she was receiving hormone shots. Okay?
2: The, no, it and, doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. What, what like,
4: does it mean? What I, does mean? she just what, wait wants to be a girl? What does it mean? No, that's, no, that's
2: I, I, do, do you know? Wait, wait, wait. Do you know how many? And let's talk about particularly in in Hale's case now. Do you know how many women I have met in my life that 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 are you know they want to trans to men and they they live their life as a man and they 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 haven't received the hormones. Now some of them do, so okay. I I don't know, but all all I'm saying, Larry, is you're making a big jump, and I I don't I don't like making that jump unless it's based on fact.
4: All well, okay. All I know is that this woman had the sweetest countenance. The last it's something I I have to deduce based upon her actions. You know, science is based upon deductions. And we don't. We, we have. We, we do inductive. We do deductive. If we don't have the evidence, then we do deductive. I at this point, I am deducing that she must have had some kind of intervention that made her aggressive. And the last one that's going to admit that is the doctor. That he's the demon. The doctors that are doing this to people. Okay, prematurely. Um, and I shouldn't even say prematurely. I believe in doing it at all because okay, hey, I hey, would even l- do l- this.
2: Larry, let me ask you a question. Yeah. if a patient comes in and let's let's play play along with your argument if a patient comes in and that's what they want and they can show the doctor that they've received proper counseling how can the doctor say no
4: how can a doctor say no because he can say no a doctor a doctor is in charge he is higher than the counselor a, doc, a doctor has to be he, he, a doctor could set his standard so high that he can and practical reasoning he could never be convinced if he so chooses to do it. the problem today is the doctors are all setting their standards low, and they're doing this on children
2: hmm. well I, I i hear you, Larry, and you know i'm going to discuss this uh this tomorrow, but uh one thing that has me on fire uh this morning, but again i I'm, I'm trying to hold it, but i 'm sure that we see all the calls is the uh the drag queen in uh, north carolina at the school in which she straddles she or he whatever straddles uh, a uh, a girl this was at a community college and kids were as young as 14 were invited and i i i don't understand you know she you know how if you go to a concert and sometimes uh these performers that are considered sexy whatever whoever they may be and they'll invite someone up and put them in a chair and and basically give them a uh, for lack of a better term a lap dance well this this uh this um performer let's let's call it that the drag queen gave this kid a a lap dance move a female and i I don't understand why why is it necessary to touch somebody when you're doing a performance what what i i'm larry i'm I'm at a loss of words and and I almost want to say technical foul, time out, go to your corner, you go to your corner, listen, I respect you with your lifestyle, but stop throwing it down everybody else's throat because it's just not right, Larry. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Tricia in Connecticut. Good morning, Tricia. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Um, Dominic, you're on the right track with having concerns about these things of sexualizing children. And the I don't know if you're aware, but there have been um, at least four mass killings, by uh, three of them by transgenders, one non-binary. Um, one was in Aberdeen, um, Maryland, and and one was in Colorado. I don't remember hey, hey, where the Trisha, other one was.
2: Tricia, help me out. So because I always get confused by the terms. Non-binary means exactly what? <laughs>
5: well, that's a good question. They're well, you know, there's uh, LGBTQIA plus plus. They have all these. You know, they want to have 157 genders. And so non-binary is they they want to be flexible, fluid, and and just declare themselves some unique thing, which I don't quite understand. I mean, I think you and I both understand scientifically by DNA there's male or female. Now you can take hormones, you can have surgery, and try to change to the other general that does uh, gender that does not. Change the DNA,
2: and, and, and not only that, Tricia. I'm told for the the men that transgender to women that the the sexual parts don't really function long term the way that a woman a woman's body would, uh, and and that leads to depression because then they realize that the the body parts the sexual parts are not working the way that they want them to work. It, it, this is a mess.
5: It is a mess. Dominique, um, you might find it interesting. I can't remember his last name, but there are a lot of people who transgender and then regret it. There's one named Walt, something he's written books and articles, and he had surgery to change back. But, I mean, there are things you cannot repair, and there are many young women. Uh, some of them are suing their doctors or because they um, felt like they were taken advantage of, they were encouraged to do this. And there are schools that are encouraging students, and they're teaching uh, gender fluidity, and it's very confusing to children and teenagers who, you know, adolescents, they have their own mental issues, emotional issues anyway, besides the fact that it, it's destroying our education system because they're they're going away from the educational things they need to learn in school they're also interfering with the parental rights some of them have these closets where they have the student come in and change to the clothing of the other general uh gender keeping it hidden from the parents it's
2: really sick, it's Patricia, just- as you're speaking, what I'm also thinking of, right what I'm what I'm thinking of at this moment, traditional, and I don't believe they have them anymore, but traditional sex ed classes, right? So from what I recall, when we were in high school and sex ed, they taught us uh, you know how a woman uh, can get pregnant. They taught males how to practice safe sex. They taught females how to practice safe sex. What in the world would they teach these kids today? I I mean it's, what it's very sick, Dominic.
5: There there's stuff called complete sex ed where they demonstrate and talk about masturbation and all different forms of sexual activities that you and I would think are very sick. And they want it taught to young children. Planned Parenthood is very much in favor of this. They are encouraging teenagers and adolescents to be involved in sexual activity, teaching, oh, it's just another form of communication. And instead of being part of a a mature um, emotional relationship that people should be prepared for, and And taught that marriage is is the ideal setting for sexual activity, not experimentation, but it's been going on for years, and it's destroying it's destroying many lives and the other thing is that um with the pornography, there are a lot of young men, especially who don't want to get married and take on the responsibilities of Marriage and family, and raising children, and it's um, very destructive financially for our society as well as for a civil society which naturally grows the population and a good economy and everything. It affects everything.
2: Well, Tricia, I, I thank you for the call and have a, uh, a wonderful morning. And you're right, Tricia. This is impacting and affecting uh, everything, and the situation in Nashville, I mean, it it is just a mess. and And we haven't even seen the manifesto yet, and it is my strong belief, unfortunately, but with the way, the direction that our country is headed, we have opened up a complete can of worms with all of this pronoun stuff. And that's why I have to constantly ask, what's the the new definition of this? Because it may have changed since the last time we spoke. Robert, Suffolk County, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
3: Hi, Dominic. Good to talk again. I have a few constructive solutions.
2: Go right ahead. Okay. Hardening
3: buildings. One way is controlled access systems. Steel doors with magnetic locks and key code entry
2: systems. Okay, but wait, 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 Robert. So how how would let let's say elementary kids? I I'm with you on the steel doors. I mean Nashville proves that. But how would kids enter the school?
3: They'll get a code to their phone when they want to come in the building if they're. Outside, like at lunchtime or something.
2: Wait, elementary age kids at at, at eight a.m. in the morning. Uh, at, at, I'm sure most of them don't have cell phones, but I, I just don't oh. see this. I don't see this as completely working for for the younger ones. A lot of them do. <laughs> okay, so but. so they okay, so you're, so let's say for argument's sake they do have a cell phone. So you're saying every morning the the kids in elementary school start, you know, with them. Uh, they would receive a code to get into the, and they're going to know how to enter the code to enter the building.
3: Yes. They'll I, be they'll be taught to do that.
2: I, I don't know about that. You said you had some. That's uh, one thing. Okay, you had some, just quickly, because I have a lot of calls. What are the yes. other ones?
3: Cameras and a security officer in the front who monitors the cameras and all the entrances and exits to the building.
2: Right, but now, that, that's Suffolk something County, that I'm sure is being done now uh, in many schools, yes. and and uh, so for a large school building, that that amounts to practically nothing for a well, large building in Suffolk County.
3: In Suffolk County, the school boards in Huntington and Smithtown and Huntington, as gang members believe me, they voted to have armed security officers uh, manning the schools. At all times, the school is open.
2: Right. Well, I, I know. I, I know. I know. But it, 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 it's not a matter of the cost. It, it's a matter of those on the left. They don't want people. They don't even want them on college campuses with guns. And so, it, 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 so it, it's a big, it's a big fight that's ongoing. But but I think at this point in age, at at, at where we stand at society wise right now. Robert, I agree with you. We need we need armed yeah. personnel uh, at at every school. Now, I'm not stating that that's the uh, the complete answer, but it is something that we need. I thank you for your call, Robert Dominic Carter here with you folks, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Billy in the East Village. Good morning, Billy. What's on your mind?
6: I'm like to talk about the actual cause of why these people kill other people for no reason. I, when you say these people,
2: being, wait, wait. When you say, wh- these, what are you talking, I don't know what you're talking about.
6: These people, a bunch of people. When you say people these murdered, people,
2: I don't know. You have to define, when you say these people, who are you what, talking about? All right, let
6: me could I, let me just finish what no, I want to say. No, Billy, Billy, Billy,
2: no, Billy, we, if we can't follow you, I have no idea what you're talking about. You say these she, people.
6: This, the person that murdered the children and the uh, three adults, was on. He's being treated by a psychiatrist. So you're
2: so you're saying, saying transgender. What are you, Billy? What for the last no, time? No, I'm not
1: saying. Okay, I'm, so saying Billy, transgender please, or I'm
2: trying to let a you person. make your point, but so in, can anybody finish my Billy, sentence? Billy, Billy, sentence, anybody, read, you, Billy. Anybody? Billy, can stop, can I my Billy, stop. Billy, stop. You're saying anybody. Why don't you Billy? I, this is the last time, and then I'm moving on to the next call. Are you saying anybody that commits a murder? What are you telling me? Psychotic medications, psychotropic drugs, they're
6: being treated by, with medications that cause this problem. That's what I'm saying. And we, we should – why don't you contact the uh, the psychiatrist who's being treated for? Uh, so maybe if he comes forward, tell us what drug they prescribed and and then do all the other – all the other people that murdered other people – in a similar situation, we're being treated with psychotic medications. So, you know, that's what we need to do.
2: Okay. Thank you, Billy, and for the find call. out. And okay. Find well, thank you, Billy, for the call. Billy believes that it's, uh, quote, unquote, psychotic uh, medications that, that is causing the problems. Uh, we will, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know what the science says. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what you folks think. But that's Billy's uh, 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 pointing out of the problem. We are going to take a break. Uh, Again, coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I'm going to completely switch gears like I did last night, and we're going to talk to Pat Russo of the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. For the first time since 2016, the NYPD and the NYPD will be boxing each other and it's all for, for charity, for Tunnel to Towers, Cops and Kids Boxing Program. It's all sold out, but they are live streaming it, which you can purchase, and the money goes to a good cause. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Manhattan, New Jersey, Queens, the Bronx, and South Carolina. Talk-
0: Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
2: And we are back. First Lady Jill Biden attended a candlelight vigil Wednesday evening, just hours ago, in Nashville, honoring the six victims of the shooting at the uh, Covenant uh, School earlier this week. And we are taking your telephone calls on possible solutions. And, you know, when we look at the situation with the uh, shooter, Audrey Hale, transgender, and um, there are reports that, that she was heartbroken over the death of a school friend she really looked up to. Uh, and uh, the Times uh, seem to be indicating that this friend, it was a romantic relationship uh, between the two women. I believe it's between the two women because um, Hale had not... Uh, Becoming transgender uh, as of uh, yet. Sandra in New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind?
7: Oh, good evening. Um, Good morning, I mean.
8: Good
2: morning.
7: Um, You know, I was thinking about Drear Queens and Kurt Cameron. Remember him from Growing Pains? He wrote a beautiful children's book illustrating tradition, illustrating faith and love. And he was banned from over 50 libraries, and, and they were public libraries, and many of them said they prefer to have drag queens reading the books, and they wouldn't even let him read the book or get it in the libraries. How do you like that?
2: Right. It is it is interesting that um, if, if – I, I, I don't know who's making these decisions locally, nationally – but if they decide they don't want your book, you're you're they shut you down. You're done. Completely right. done. But it, it I don't I can't tell you. I can't put my finger on this when this really started. I don't know if it was the tolerance from the Obama administration. I know all of this black lives matter nonsense didn't help any of this because it opened the door and this wokeness, but we need to close that door because uh we're we're going down a slippery slope where I, I don't know where this stops at. I mean I know. but I, I I Sandra, we 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 uh we appreciate your call. Uh thank you uh very much and have a uh, great morning. Charlie in Manhattan, good morning, Charlie. What's on your mind?
9: Good morning. Uh, Robert stole uh, my son and Charlie from Hell's Kitchen. I was uh what happened was you need to harden the target. So you, you need to put a armed security officer in there. You need to put a metal detectors in there. One thing you forgot to mention: you need to put a sally port in there. You have steel doors, but you have double you have double locked doors, so that both sets of doors can't be open at the same time. Okay, you have okay, I'm I'm, well. I'm
2: with you. I'm with you on that that part of it, Charlie. But then, how do the kids get into the school?
9: Oh, they get in. They they open up. They go in a, a small portion of time. Go into the hallway. Uh, Sir, so the, the first door shuts, and then the second door opens. And I know the critics that say, "Well, we don't want to make schools like prisons," but but that's left wing criticism that doesn't make any sense. You Well wait, you, Charlie, it, it
2: would take kids. an hour to get the kids in the school. It's just not feasible. I mean, I love the idea, but it's just it, so wait. So you're saying there would be one door and then maybe 25 yards down. I, I don't if the door a
9: 100 feet, 25 feet down, there would be another door. Yeah, uh, another set door. And
2: and, that, and if you've got a, uh, 300 kids coming into the school to start the school day, right, high school kids, it probably wouldn't be a problem. But for the youngsters, I just don't understand um, how how this would work.
9: Well, even if it doesn't work for the youngsters, you, you need an armed—you uh, need—you yes. you certainly need an armed, either an ex-military, uh, retired yes. police officer type, yes. type person. But I know Deanna, the first person they did, was wrong. I, I I disagree about banning assault weapons. I don't think that's the answer. I don't. I think that's hitting a fly with a sledgehammer. I I, I, I don't think you. Ban an entire class of weapons for people who can and do use them responsibly, primarily in the rural areas of America. I, I don't. I don't think it ban an entire class, of ca- category of weapon systems for many law abiding, responsible people who don't abuse.
2: Okay, so uh, Charlie, so Charlie, I want you to hold on. I want you to hold on. I'm going to bring on Tom in the Bronx, and Tom says that guns need to be banned. So Tom, you just yeah. heard Charlie. What's your counter argument to that? And then I'll hear from Charlie.
10: I mean, uh, what exactly was his point on that? What did he say?
2: His point was that it's a mistake to ban uh, weapons that where most people are responsible in terms of using. I got it. I got it. No, guns need to be banned. I'm tired of listening
10: to all the BS that hasn't worked right now. Citizens, if they're not law enforcement. Should not be allowed to carry guns. Now, I'm going to hear that, oh, this, okay, people are going to try to skirt the law. But you give the country one year, get rid of your guns, and if you are caught with a gun after that, you get a severe punishment, okay? Because, you know, I've heard guns don't kill people. people. Come on, man, when are we going to stop making excuses for guns? Okay. We don't need them. If we didn't have guns, none of this would be happening like this.
2: Oh, Go ahead. Okay, so, Tom, now you pause for a second. Charlie, you just heard what Tom had to say. Your reaction?
9: No, I disagree with that completely and philosophically. He said he may be tired of BS, but that's fine. He doesn't support the Second Amendment. I do, and more importantly, so the the founding fathers. Other people make the same argument. He does. Well, they did it in Scotland, and they did it in Australia, and they did it in New Zealand. But all of those countries don't have a Second Amendment. We have a Second Amendment, which has been with our country since the very beginning of its inception, since the very beginning of its creation. It's part of who we are as a people. If you think about the old Western movies and stuff like that. So he may be tired of uh, having guns, but his lack of support for the Second Amendment doesn't override the Constitution. Okay, all right, and,
2: and Charlie, I, I thank you, and and Tom. Uh, Charlie does make a, a good point there. You, no, we, we can't no, wait. We, we, we can't override no, the Constitution. Don't. Yes, we can
10: because it's counterproductive. Why do we don't need a militia no more? We have a, a, a military system that's beyond compare. We have law enforcement systems. We don't need a militia. Militia is for how we. How are people gonna come on our land to fight us? That's what the militia was for, for people getting on our land trying to kill us. That's not happening no more. We are way past that. We don't need a militia because we are not going to be fighting nobody on our soil. No, that's all gone. That's passe. We don't need a militia no more. We have a, a law system that's comparable
2: to none. Okay, well, Tom, I, I I thank you for the call, but I, I you're fighting an uphill battle, friend. Uh, the, the you know you, we can't even get a uh, you know a temporary agreement on a certain weapon and and getting rid of guns. That's that's not going to happen in America. But thank you for the call. Let's go to Chris on Long Island. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, good morning, Dominic. Thanks for call,
6: taking the call. What happened with uh, Armand Demille? Is he still with us? Hey, I'm sorry. What? Um, uh, Armand DeMille. Is he still with us? He was a great talker on the
2: radio. I I, um, I have no idea what you're talking about, Chris. Oh, oh, oh no, it's it's Kurt. Uh, and what I'd like to say okay, is. It says here, is, Chris. I apologize. But wait, who is this person that you're bringing up? Are, are they an employee here at WABC?
6: Uh, yeah, he, he, he was a speaker and, and he was a psychologist. At, at, at at w- at du- wait,
2: at WABC? Uh, yes, Armand DeMille. I've who I've never I've never heard of this person, but okay. But I mean, I I would hope you didn't call me up just to ask me about a a former oh, oh, employee. No, no,
6: sir, no, sir. Okay, well, so What go I tell ahead. you about is why is this person the shooter still being recognized and
2: as a woman when he's a male? Okay, but wait, who who says he's a male? Well, who said he's a female? Biologically, she's a female. Biologic? Oh, she had her. Uh, uh implements
6: of mass destruction removed.
2: Uh I, I you know, Chris, it, it's such a complicated topic. If if you look if you look at the video of her of um I, I saw Audrey Hale uh, going into the school, she appeared to dress like a a, a man in, in in the video based on what we could see. I I don't know what sexual parts I, I, you're asking me uh, that, again, to answer why is a question he recognized
6: as que- as queer why is he recognized as queer i wait,
2: who's recognizing her as queer i you're asking me questions well, wait, wait, I, again, I don't uh, know her. where wait wait i don't know where her. these questions are coming from wait, wait, who well, who recognizes from- wait wait chris who recognizes yeah, her yes. as queer who recognized her as queer uh, that, that
6: that that's that was part of my statement why are you recognizing um, Uh, A man who is a woman or thinks is a woman or a man because it looks like a woman. And why in in the definition of all of the vocabulary, the LBGTQ, why is it so? All right, Chris, 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 Chris,
2: you're engaging in a bunch of brain twisters. I don't know what the point is, but thank you for the call. I, I don't understand what the point of that is. Uh, uh, the media, we generally, for the most part, go based on what law enforcement says, as they are the 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 official record uh, to a large degree. Law enforcement has referred to uh, Miss Hale as as a female, and so you know, I, I I I I don't I don't understand the premise really of the call. But um, let's go to to our friend Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, I'll
0: tell you what. uh, You had me laughing last week. You know, you were about ready to take an aspirin. I took one already, listening to some some calls. Uh, You know, uh, I've said this for years, Dominic. I don't paint with a broad brush either, talking generalization. Uh, For example, you know, GoFundMe last night. I mean, enough with... You know, you know uh, he, she, and pronouns, I don't care if it's L-B-G-T-X-Y-Z, that was a sick, twisted, mentally disturbed person who happened to be transgender, okay? Th- these incidents are happening all too often, crazy, off-the-wall behavior, psychotic, crazy, you know, mentally disturbed people. You know, I don't care who you are, but hey, you know what? It, it, it's it, this whole country is in a downward spiral in, in every aspect, Dominic. You know? It, it,
2: it I mean. does it does seem that way. And um, again, I I don't know when all of this started. It, 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 what I, my my immediate hunch is that it started under the Obama administration. Uh, right. uh, of all of this, I guess once the gay marriage, which is something I support, um. Then everybody just came out with you know with their own agendas and but now look at where we are as a country now. I mean it's I I Mike you, you know I I I'm about to move on. Are you finished with, with your thought?
0: Because now I got to just listen. I, I like talk radio, listen to other people's reactions, but sometimes you know live theater, I call it. Sometimes it's the theater of the absurd. All right, Dominic. Right, right. Take the call. Right, and right. Uh, what can I
2: say? L- Let's go, Cortland Every day. There you go. Cortland. Let's go, Cortland. And it's funny, Mike, because even up at Courtland, um, when I went to school there, but but it was back in the uh, the mid '80s. Uh, you, of course, you had your gay community. You had people that were "quote unquote" in the closet. Uh, you had people that were bisexual. You had people that engaged in one night stands, but and 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 you and you had you had um gay people that every now and then i guess would be a, a drag queen is what i'm now told i don't recall in, encountering any transgender um people in school um it, it's just times times have uh times times have really really changed i have got Well, I want to go to 45, and so we're going to go for another uh, two minutes, and then we're going to take a break because I want to get in, before I switch gears, I want to get in as many calls as I I can. So let's go to Marianne in Queens. Marianne, go right ahead. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Marianne. Uh, I need you to speed it up because i got to move. Go ahead.
7: Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, We have to remember about we're talking about uh, weapons of mass destruction. That's nuclear weapons. Uh, I don't think No, that no, that's Mexico's not only nuclear weapons.
2: But go ahead. Yeah, go but ahead. but mass mass
7: mass destruction. Okay? That's what we call. Now, what I'm saying is that do you remember in Fast and Furious how many uh even more powerful than those were sent by Biden and Obama administration to okay. Mexico uh, okay. and then but what
2: what what's the point? I'm I'm really short the on time. What's the point?
7: The point is that they want to get the American citizens with not defense. As soon as they take those weapons from the people, let me tell you, you're gonna see so many people getting raped in those, especially um, uh, outside of of any uh, city. They, you, they wait wait you, you, you said you said
2: wait wait when you said you're going to see so many people did you say getting raped i didn't hear what you said
7: well because let me tell you most people that have those they usually they live in the outskirts of the city they don't live actually most of them that Living have the it in rural areas so these people are going to be unprotected and this antifa and black Lives matter we don't know what they're going to do uh the next time that is a, a weapon that is to protect the American citizen. Um, this guy, Biden, he wants to have what's in their, in his hands. So whatever he does, who knows what they're going to do with people with? Is they take the weapons out of them. I don't believe in that because he is putting a lot of fear in people and people are going to be so scared and they're going to be killed. That's, when, that's what's going to be the mass destruction. When this government goes and stop
2: King, okay, I, 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 I have, have no. to step in, Mary Ann. I, I got you on the point. I went longer than what I was supposed to. I've got to take a break, folks, but I wanted to get Marianne in there. When I come back, we're going to... Change gears. If I have time after doing this interview, I'll get back to your telephone calls. But when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and standing by is Pat Russo of the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. Their largest fundraising event is now less than 48 hours away, Battle of the Badges. First time since 2016, NYPD versus FDNY, all proceeds going to Tunnel to Towers and also, the, the New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program. We'll be right back. W-A-B-C.
8: of the
4: Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
2: And with me right now, a friend of the program and station, Pat Russo, an NYPD cop who's now retired, but he heads the Cops and Kids boxing program. He's doing wonderful, wonderful work. And Pat, I thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Dominic. Appreciate
0: it.
2: So before I get to your big fundraiser, which is coming up Friday, the Battle of the Badges, it's the big one for your organization. The proceeds are going to Tunnel the to Towers plus to the uh, New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program. As a former police officer, uh, wh- what is your reaction to what has happened in uh, in Nashville and how your colleagues were quick to handle that situation in Tennessee?
1: right it's obviously a horrific situation and anyone gets killed it's it's a tragedy But when you have nine year old a couple of nine year olds killed it's just it's heartbreaking um thank God that the officers did did what they were trained to do and they ended threat immediately probably prevented other people from from literally being assassinated so thank thank God those those cops were trained properly, and they did what had to be done.
2: And that's the bottom line. Those officers, that put putting their lives on the line, they did what they had to do. Okay, so let me uh, switch gears here. Your largest fundraising event Friday, Battle of the Badges, mm-hmm. right? NYPD versus FDNY. Proceeds go to the New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program, but also to Tunnel the to Towers. Now it's my understanding that the event is all sold out but you're also live streaming it and and you're you're hoping people will purchase tickets for that is that correct
1: That's exactly what we're trying to push right now you know you know what we we haven't done this since 2016 so people were hungry for it and as soon as those tickets went on sale 2000 tickets sold in a in a couple of weeks and I knew it was going to happen, but now we need to push the live stream because we got to get the word out, and it's also a part of the fundraising. We we get a portion of uh, all the live stream buys, and to purchase the live stream, you could go to cops and kidsboxing dot com is the easiest way. And there's a purchase and, stream link. G- g-
2: cops and dot com. Correct. And there's a link uh, there.
1: Right, to purchase the stream.
0: So I'm curious. And it's it's, I, I it's have, going to be a
1: great night. We've got 10 bouts scheduled.
2: Wow. You, you know, that's what I was about to ask you, uh, Pat Russo, who runs the NYPD uh, Cops and Kids uh, uh, boxing uh, program. I've never been to the FDNY versus the uh, FDNY, the, the battles, if you will. Uh, and this is billed as the Battle of the Badges, boxing matches. What is it like to be there?
1: It's it's just a great experience because you got two, two of the best organizations in the city coming together to fight, to fight for, to keep kids off the street and to fight to uh, do what Tunnel of Towers does, to do good and never forget, to take care of the people and the families. From 911, and it's expanded so much, Tunnel of Towers, that they're taking care of the fu- families of police officers and firefighters all throughout the country that we've lost, giving them mortgage-free homes to the people that, to the survivors of the deceased. It's just a wonderful organization, and our Cops and Kids program is, is was started by cops 30 years ago. Thousands of kids have come through the program, and they'll all tell you the same thing. They're in a better place in life, having been part of the program, and it kept them out of trouble, kept them out of straight and narrow. And you're a perfect example of uh, getting involved with a youth program, with a, with a police officer as a mentor that kept you on a straight and yes. arrow.
2: Yes, no doubt about it. No, no, no doubt about it. Pat Russo, uh, sometimes it scares me when I think about where my life would have gone if a New York City police officer, and in this case, a white police officer didn't step up to be a father figure for so many of us in the hood if you will. So now you, you I want to talk about the uh the uh the boxing program for for a second. You operate and you offer free boxing to kids at not just one location, not just two, but three different locations. Is that correct? Correct. We're
1: in Flatbush Brooklyn in the Flatbush Gardens complex. We're in the Berry Houses in Staten Island, and we're in the Park Hill Houses in Staten Island, and the program is free for youth 12 to 21, and it expanded now. It's a lot more than a boxing program. When we established it, we established it as a boxing program. Now it's become a Cops and Kids Youth Center, where we have complete strength and conditioning training, physical fitness, and in in our Brooklyn gym, we built a classroom right in uh, the gym where kids do like a career path type thing to put them in a better place. They learn how to take the police test, the fire department test, sanitation test, because these kids, they they need to be pushed in the right direction in order to be better people in life.
2: Bless, Bless your heart, Pat Russo, for doing this. Uh, but frankly, it sounds like it costs a lot of money to establish those three different locations and keep them running right but in the in the
1: big scheme of things, you know what it costs to run one gym It costs fifty thousand dollars to run to run our gym in brooklyn and we we right now we have eleven 1, hundred kids registered in that gym <clears throat> and uh when when you think about it in the bigger picture. It costs over 98000 to incarcerate one 18-year-old. So if we put more money, and if we could get gyms in every borough of the city, I just think it would be a great investment into our future, our kids. It just makes sense. As as John Castamartiti
2: says, common sense, I think. That's that's the yes. party that
1: we're about. The common Agreed. sense party. So-
2: so, so in wrapping this up, let's go full circle one more time. Friday night is the event, uh, which is sold out. The battle of the badges, NYPD versus uh, FDNY, but all proceeds of what the money you're trying to raise goes to the Cops and Kids Boxing Program and Tunnel the to Towers. And what, what you're doing to raise additional funds, because it's it's desperately needed money, is you're live streaming this. And if I heard you correctly, uh, the organizations get a cut of the live stream, which is wonderful. Is that correct? And tell me one more time how people can get involved and how people can donate.
1: Copsandkidsboxing.com There's a donate button and also buy the stream. I'm telling you, if you buy the stream, you're going to see 10. 10- Cops and firefighters battling it out for for a beautiful. It, it, it looks better than the WBC belt, the WBC World Championship belt. And those guys are going to lay it all on the line. And who doesn't want to see cops and firefighters slugging it out in the ring or for a good cause? And it just has hey, a caveat. My, my son's actually boxing in this show, following in his father's footsteps. Because I bought wow. in 1985 in the same Battle of the Badges against the fire wow, department. There's got
2: to be a lot of pressure on Junior or your son to win this thing here.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, Pat Russo, we, we love you, man. And, and I say that because I, I appreciate people like you stepping up, unsung heroes, uh, not asking for anything. You've already uh, given in terms of what you've done as a New York City police officer when you were on the job, and now you, you have your, your full-time business, which is not easy running that and running this program. So, my friend, thank you for all that you do.
1: Thank you, Dominic. Thank you for, for helping us promote the program, because without, without the people coming out and
4: buying the stream and coming out to the show... We couldn't run the program. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million
0: Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma.
4: Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.
2: And uh, we have a few minutes left now. Thank you again, uh, Pat Russo. And I want to go right back to your telephone calls. George in Manhattan. Good morning, George. What's on your mind?
8: Hi there. Listen, as far as a host on this uh, station, you are absolutely the best in view of the fact that it's talk radio and you're focusing fully, you know, on receiving calls from a variety of callers, whether they agree or disagree with you, etc., and you're giving everybody plenty of time, and you're not hogging uh, any time unless and until it's a must on your part, you know, uh, then you have a debate. But most other hosts, unfortunately, they're hogging much of the time. And uh, the BBC has come up with this recent slogan, you know, you uh, uh, you talk, we listen. But uh, that's not the case, except in your uh, case. You know, it's a fact.
7: Well, thank you, George.
8: I'm campaigning. I'm campaigning. You know, whether uh, I hope you don't mind. uh, uh, You know, uh, with uh, some other listeners I know, in order to get you at least one more hour, because everybody else, virtually everybody else has two hours, you know, well, I, hey, George, I, I hear you. you.
2: I, I, let me just say this, George. I have to step in because we, we're we short on time, and Frank Marano is here. Let me just say this to you, George, and I, I thank you for your advocacy on my behalf, but let me be very clear. The uh, Casamitidis, the folks that own this station, Margot Casamitidis, John Casamitidis, have been extremely nice to me, extremely, George. There are many things okay. that, that you don't see or that you don't see, you know, that's done privately. And so we'll, 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 George, George, we'll see what happens in the very near future. We'll see. But, um, thank you. Thank you. They have been very, very, very extremely kind to me. Um, the type of people that, and I say this sincerely, that upon interacting with them, they, they change your life. That's the type of people that they are. And the fact that I'm here, is because of them and anything that happens in the future is going to be because of them. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, good morning, Dominic. So, you, what do you what do you have coming are you up? You gonna take one of my hours? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, 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 Dick no, Rita's no, no. Take Rita's hour. Um, all right, <laughs> not, not hers, either. Yeah, not I, hers uh, either. I'm just
10: joking. Obviously, we got an action-packed show. We're gonna have our weekly sit-down with uh, Brian Kilmeade, former WABC talk show host. Doctor Judy Kuriansky is in the in the building. She's gonna join me next hour. We're gonna talk about relationships, love, sex, all that fun stuff. Uh, Gerald Salente has a thing or two to say about uh, the Middle East and about Ukraine, and we'll do our weekly look at Atlantic City as well. So well, we got a lot going on.
2: And what time is Brian going kill me again? Uh, 4.35. Right after the $1,000 man. So you're trying to kill me. <laughs> hey, You've got plenty <laughs> of time to nap. Frank Morato's coming up, folks, to the, all the calls that we didn't get a chance to get to. You can call Frank back, or you can call me again tomorrow. I would love to take your calls. I see your names, all of you there. And Frank's coming up next with First News Headlines with Alex Barnard.